fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Friday, November 20th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Friday, 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 F-R-I-Y-Day, because I said so, and it's time to celebrate, let's get our jam on. Yes, that's right. We made it through another week, riders. We made it through another week. Well, we got one day left. Let me put it that way. One work day left. Perhaps this is the toughest day, you know? Sometimes you have something that's due on the Friday, so... I believe God will give you wisdom and insight to take care of whatever needs taken care of. And that people will come alongside and help where needed because you've been willing to do the same, hopefully. Last night I was listening to or watching YouTube and came across, let's see, I don't even remember what I was searching for, you know how this works, but um, I came across a segment of a movie called Say Anything. Now, if you are in the same generation as I am in. You may remember this movie with John Cusack and I want to say your name's Iona Sky, something like that. Iona. Iona something. I think her name's Iona something. Well, anyway, there's this awesome, awesome scene in the movie. And you've probably seen the picture, because I think they have the picture right on the front of the movie, where John Cusack is holding up a, a jam box from back in the day. It's about half the size of him. And he's basically serenading his girl. But the song that's playing, oh my goodness. This is before I had a CD of it. But it's Peter Gabriel, the album is so. And the songs on that album were just awesome. And I think what made it more awesome wasn't necessarily the songs, but the time I was in. So just giving you a little insight on my life, that's when I was going to college and I had that tape. It was a tape, yep, I had a tape. And I listen to that all the time. In my young life, the, the major stresses I was facing, you know, the worst of the stresses that I was facing had to do with school. And I enjoyed school. But, you know, on a scale from 1 to 10 of what I was facing at the time, you know, school would have been the top one. Of course, when I was getting close to being done, you know, a top one was finding a, a job. But what would I do to manage my stress? I would listen to that album. The song from that movie was called In Your Eyes. And you have to check it out. But I, why, why do I bring that up? Well, because it, you know, it is a... When I heard the song, 
I was instantly transported back in time to the front seat of my, I think it was my, I'm trying to remember my car now. I can place exactly where I was on the, on the campus of Western Michigan University, parked in the one, two, third stall from the left in front of a taco place right on campus at the top of Howard Street Hill and, and corner of West Michigan. It's not there anymore, that taco place. But I remember sitting there and I remember listening to this song and I remember listening to a few others in particular. But I remember, I remember. So that means that that, I mean, and I, I didn't even think about that kind of stuff for years until I just listened to that thing last night. That song brought it all back. And then, and then little snippets of that particular movie brought that time back to me as well. So what am I saying here? I'm saying that our mind and our memory is very powerful. It can work for you and it can work against you. In my case, it brought back a lot of awesome memories. You know, memories of a time when you didn't have cell phones and Nintendo and all of the other stuff that gets your mind off of what needs to be done. It seems like a simpler time. Oh, now I'm starting to sound like a grandparent or something. Every time is probably simpler than the next generation, so it's always going to be the case probably, but those memories, they can bring back awesome things. It can also bring back heartache. It's powerful both ways. So what do you do? What if you've got more heartache in there locked away than you've got the good times? What do you do? Well, one of the things I was going to say early on before I got on this track was to, you know, recommend that you establish some good memories as you're living in your family, whether you're a teen or whether you're an adult, even a grandparent. Establish good memories. And they tend to be involving people, not tech. The kind of memories that pull an emotional or have an emotional pull on you tend to involve people. So establish a lot of those. Because we have, you know, one bad memory can mess up ten good ones. So start making hundreds of good ones. And the other thing I wanted to say too is, because, let me get back to that. So the reason, because I want, for example, I want my kids to have some good memories of uh, the time they're in right now. And then next year, I want them to have memories of next year that they can remember and, and have a fond recollection. Music has a big thing to do with it, too. Music gets into your mind and, and can get in there and stay in there. I recommend worship music to help us because music like that will help remind us of the truth of the Word of God. Especially when we're going through something that 
would scream at you that the Word of God is not active at this moment in time and that you will fail, blah, blah, blah. You need to have things locked away in your mind. That's why we renew our mind. You need to have things locked away and preserved so that you can remember and recall the goodness of God. And so what if you do, if you've got a lot of bad memories? Do you shut them out? Try to bury them deep? No, I think that's probably a really bad thing to do. Do you confront them and challenge them and say they're not worthy? No, I don't think so either. I will give you the normal spiel. I am not a counselor or psychologist. And if you have issues like this that are really deep and severe, please seek one out. But, recognizing you have these feelings, these issues, is okay. Talking them through with someone is probably okay too. Someone who you trust and who can help. And part of the reason of talking things through is to recognize what power it has over you and what power it should have over you. Whoa. Jeez. I just ran a red light. Because I didn't see it. Because I'm right behind a truck. But recognizing, you know, recognizing the weight of those things that are in your memory, in your history, it's good to do and it's good to talk them through. And then when you do that, you can realize that they might bring up valid emotions but ultimately, there are things that happened, and they may not be things that define you, even though you might think that they ought to define you. And talking them through and talking them out, and you know, it's almost a great way to put it, talking them out. It's like talking to a bank robber who's stuck in a building. He doesn't want to come out. He's got the cash in hand. He controls the situation because the cops aren't going to leave because he's there, so he's got control of the situation. Kind of. He's trapped, but he's controlling what's going on. That's what bad and, and harmful thoughts might do to your own life. They might be trapped. They might not have a place to go they don't have a getaway car. But they're kind of controlling the situation. A lot of effort to manage the crazy in the bank with the money. Well, that bad memory that you might be harboring in your mind has got a hold of the thing of value. Instead of money, he's got a hold of your heart, your emotions, and your soul. Maybe even your spirit. He's got a hold of it. And he's held up in there, and he's a bad man. And I'm saying you gotta talk it out. You know, like like the guy who's talking somebody off a ledge, or talk the guy on the phone with a bank robber says, okay, we'll, we'll get you to your getaway car, or you know, come out and give up, and you know, we'll, we'll be easy on you. You won't, you'll be able to live another day. He gets talked out. If he's smart, he'll heed the advice of that negotiator. 
Well, here's the thing. You've got... You may have memories, and they've got you held up like a bank under attack. And Jesus Christ is the good negotiator. He wants to talk those things out. He wants to say to you, I know what you're going through, and I know the solution to this problem. But you got to give it to me. You got to give it to me. And you have to let that emotion, that that disaster of a memory, you need to hand it over to me. It's not doing you any good harboring that criminal. You need to let him be talked out. And I think Jesus Christ is a gentle negotiator. He doesn't want to hurt you. He doesn't want you to suffer needlessly, really, because he's already bought and paid for your salvation and your freedom from the past. He already took it upon himself to deal with the hurt that is put on people by others and whatever it is. He already took that pain and he wants to negotiate with you and say, look, let's talk it out. And as you talk it out and as you, and I mean like in prayer with him, and you give that, the power of that thing, whatever it is, you give the power of that thing in your life over to him. He knows how to deal with it much better than you do. And you know it because you haven't been able to deal with the thing it's been kind of like a cancer almost. So you need him to be that negotiator to talk that thing out. You need him to be the physician to get it removed, that cancer. You need him to be the medication by a spirit to help there be healing afterwards. So man, I don't know how we got on this subject, but it's been good. This is good. And I like the fact that the Lord just brings us to places where we need to go. So, remember to stay in the Word of God. Find out those things in the Word where God has done this very same thing with others. Turn lives around. And live in peace. And pray for those who persecute you. And find out with some prayer and supplication. If you've got things in your life that need to be addressed, things that need to be let go, talked out, I think if you ask the Lord to show you, you'll know what they are. Some of them might be buried very deep. But trust the Lord your God, and He will reveal it, and He will restore. That's what He's all about. He's a restoring God. All right? Be blessed. And I mean that. Be blessed. Let the Lord God Almighty bless you and show you these things, all right? And I will see you on the flip.